everyone. I am so excited to be back and I am ready to dive into the next portion of this series as we are unpacking a few of the areas in which we find our deepest needs. Remember, we are imagining all of these needs being completely met and feeling so full and we're imagining these as the feeling of home. So what areas are we lacking in or struggling with? In what areas do we feel the farthest from home? And how do we seek fulfillment? Last week, we discussed the need to feel beautiful and desired, captivating even. This week, we begin to explore the need for laughter and fun. There are so many benefits of laughter, physically and mentally. Did you know that according to research, laughter can stimulate your heart and lungs, increasing your intake of air and allowing more endorphins to be released by your brain. Endorphins are that feel-good chemical that is naturally released by your brain. Or that laughter can relieve tension in the muscles. Overall, we know that laughter is a great way to reduce stress. Many people feel they want to laugh and have fun, but it's not often described as a need. And I can relate to this. I enjoy being productive. It is easy for me to get into the space of getting tasks done and crossing items off my to-do list, but I also crave adventure. And I'm talking, get lost on a long drive, have no specific plans, windows down in the beautiful weather type of adventure. I love discovery and a good joke and experiences that pictures cannot give justice to, but that you have to just be there for. This is not always possible time is restricted and many of us find that in this busy world we need to try and squeeze an adventure any way we can. Trying a new drink at Starbucks, watching something hilarious that makes us laugh from deep within, taking a walk when the colors of the sunset are the most brilliant. The problem with this for me is I didn't discover this need until I was an adult. Now I'm going to share my experience with you, but know that I will be using other examples as well, because it is not just my example that is not representative of every situation in which we can find ourselves either overworked or separated from other people and not find the joy and fulfillment and happiness and laughter that we so crave. But I'm going to share my experience as well. You see, deep in addiction, we lose our livelihood, and that's where I was. The cycle begins slowly, but then builds until every moment is consumed with obsession, acting out, or carrying the weight of shame and worry. We find enjoyment is nearly impossible. Years ago, someone in recovery with me described their breaking point as being one in which they had gone on vacation with their family. Now, shortly before they went on vacation, he was on a business trip where he sought out somebody for sex. Overwhelmed with the fear that this was an undercover officer, he turned the services down, which enraged the woman. 
and she caused a scene throwing his work laptop across the room and breaking it and saying she was going to accuse him of rape. While on this vacation, my friend could not stop wondering what was going on back home. Was he going to go back and find out that he had charges against him? Would he lose his job? And all the unknowns caused him to obsess and worry the entire time. And he did not enjoy one moment. This kind of outcome is so common for people who are lost in the grip of addiction. And here's the thing. That alone, the stress and chaos can become addictive. The chemical shifts in the brain can make somebody crave more cortisol, which is our stress hormone, in levels that would cause most to become uncomfortable. And once the shaking and chaotic pace stops, they feel off as if they do not understand it. They are not consciously aware this is happening, but soon they find themselves in situations where the stress rises again. They're craving that. And a part of the recovery process is learning how to release not only the need for the behaviors and substances that have taken over our lives, but also to learn to live with lower levels of stress. Not only working through difficult situations in life, but also addressing the empty spaces that the chaos and acting out used to fill. This means working on emptying the cup of bad, salty, contaminated water and filling it with pure, clean, tasty water. After years, possibly near lifetimes of not knowing ourselves, this means discovering who we are, what we like to do, and what makes us laugh. Can you imagine we might not even know what makes us laugh. As exciting as this process of self-discovery can be, if we let it, it can also be scary. Think about this. If you have been surrounded by a community of people who are engaging in the same behaviors and lifestyle that you have, and suddenly you know that as a process to get healthy, you must remove yourself from certain people, loneliness can take the place of chaos. There might be a time in there that you can still not bring yourself to reach out to people in a support group or faith community because this is new. And let's face it, you might go through a period where you wonder if you deserve friendship and kindness and the good things that life has to offer. Last season, one of the episodes for Grace Beyond Words focused on isolation. I mentioned how this is often something we do not understand, but as much as isolation can occur because of addiction or sin, it is also possible that isolation occurs because of shame, a lack of release from the past. Keep in mind, this is not the only reason for separation, isolation, or loneliness. In 1 Kings 17, we see that Elijah had to flee for his life after he was called to prophecy against Ahab. He was in the wilderness and his only company for a while were ravens who brought him food. Then the water dries up. So God calls Elijah even further into exile. We know that eventually he ends up at a home of a widow and her son, but he 
did the will of God and still ended up as an outsider from home. What about Jeremiah? He was known as the weeping prophet and was forbidden to marry and have children. He was called to speak a message of repentance and was rejected by those he served. David spent time in the wilderness running from King Saul. The bleeding woman in Mark 5 was sick and considered ceremoniously unclean, so she was isolated also. So sometimes, even in following the path God has laid out for us in obedience and willingness, we end up feeling isolated and alone. And sometimes our path involves leaving people behind, giving up our old life to find the new. And occasionally, God allows consequence or experiences to tear down what we have always known and leave us with nothing but space so he can fill it up again. In any of these situations, our need for laughter and fun and friendship does not change. It's still there. So how do we experience this even when we are separated from other people? Now, don't misunderstand me. God made us to be relational. But he also knows when we need to be reminded that he is enough. Remember, Jesus is still here with us. He is adventurous and has a sense of humor and he knows what we delight in. In Ecclesiastes 8.15, it says, So I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all of the hard work God gives them under the sun. In Ecclesiastes 3.4, it makes it clear that just as there is a time to cry, there is a time to laugh also. We are not called to walk around serious and despondent and miserable. We were made to laugh and to find joy. But joy is found deep within. Start with the basics. Learn what makes you laugh when you are all by yourself. For me, if I'm standing at the ocean and a wave sneaks up on me, spraying me with salt water, I laugh out loud, even if nobody is there to hear me. The sound of a giggling baby, the kisses from a puppy. I smile when I sip yummy hot cocoa or discover that a road I have never explored is incredibly beautiful. I feel full and alive at the top of a mountain and when I discover something new and different and unique. And every step of the way, as I have discovered these things, I have never been alone. Because even when I was not surrounded by people, Jesus was there with me and I'm not finished yet. So explore. Take advantage of small and simple things and discover what you enjoy, what makes you laugh. Then take Jesus with you. Talk to him during your adventure. Thank him for the gift of laughter and joy and excitement. For knowing what you delight in and giving you the opportunities to enjoy these things. Ask him to show you what you might be missing 
Imagine him sitting next to you at a funny movie or staring with you wide-eyed at a gorgeous sunset. Then be grateful for the beautiful friendship that is blossoming. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you know that we can become lonely. We can isolate by choice or because we carry shame. And sometimes your calling on our lives can leave us separated for some time from people we love. It is easy in our human state to become sad, to forget how to laugh and have fun. Some of us have lived in a way that we do not even know what we enjoy in this life. Lord, let us release the pain enough to allow you to fill us with your light and grace and help us to find laughter in its place. Friendship in your son. Lord, thank you for that gift. We never have to be alone. We can learn to have fun and smile and be full of joy with you by our side. We ask that you open our hearts to this new and lasting friendship. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Next week, we will be focusing on the need for comfort and understanding. Also, be on the lookout for more information about a new project I'm working on, a devotional called Enough. I will be sending the emails about that soon, so if you haven't signed up for my listserv, go ahead and send a message to me at bestill.waters.ps at gmail.com. Again, that's B-E-S-T-I-L-L dot W-A-T-E-R-S dot P-S 23 at gmail.com. I will add you so you can get more up-to-date information on what's coming next. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to next week. God bless. Mm-hmm.